right? I'm going to go. I was choking on myself. <laughs> Boy. Uh, that would have been a terrible way to start the show. i got to be honest. You die the first couple seconds. Yeah, you had to come over here and give me mouth to mouth. Well, I don't think that was going to happen. I see Greg's <laughs> out there, though. I think he would have been I think he would have been the guy to cover that. That's one of his many, many jobs here. He is the resident mouth to mouth expert. <laughs> Greg, I'm sorry. That's Blake's fault that we were to. I, I have a weather forecast. Joe Puma is telling me that it's mostly sunny and cool today, a high of 45. Tonight, increasing clouds, low of 35. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with an evening shower, possible high of 56. Uh, Thursday, it looks like we're going to have some flurries. Are you depressed by the snow? Are you getting depressed by the snow there, Blake? Yeah, I'm not a big snow guy. Yeah, me too. And it's November. I don't think this should be happening yet. Decreased clouds in the afternoon, high of 34. Friday, sunny and cool, uh, high of 33. That's actually cold. That's not cool. Oh, there's a cat, and a black cat has taken the field. A black cat is running from the 20 to the near side, the 10. From the 39 in Dallas, here's a short throw down the middle, caught by Ingram. Caught at the 35, went to the 30. Now the cat running the other way, and so is Ingram at the 30 to the 25 <laughs> to the 24-yard line of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a catch run of 15. Now oh the God. cat is stopped at the 50. So is it bad luck for Did the Did you Giants? see this, luck? Blake? Did you see the cat last night? I listened to it live. Okay. Oh, you heard, you heard Kevin's... WJBC. Right, you heard Kevin's call right here on WJBC. Kevin Harlan from Westwood One uh, with that call. Uh, that is amazing work. Uh, that's incredible work as a broadcaster to see a cat run onto the field of the New York Giants game against the uh, Cowboys and to call the play-by-play of the cat running while also, of course, hitting the play-by-play of the game. Uh, anyone that's a Cubs fan, I'm sure, because this black cat is all over social media today, this has been like a, he stole the show because it was a, a not very good football game uh, because my uh, New York football Giants are not very good at football. Although they hung in there for a while, in the game, so that was nice to see. Uh, but the black cat has stolen the show, and it reminds me of 1969. Not that I was alive, I've just heard of it a lot. When a black cat ran across the field of a Cubs Mets game, and then the Mets won the game, and later on turned into the Miracle Mets in 1969, winning the entire thing. So I ask you, Blake, or anyone listening, is this a sign the New York Giants are turning this baby around? Yeah, the Cardinals had the rally squirrel, so I think it right. turns things around. Yeah, New York, for whatever reason, embraces black cats, and our opponents usually are, are you know, big rival opponents do not, even though the Giants lost quite poorly last night. Now they're, what, like 2-6, and 2-7? Yeah, two they're and not. Seven. They're, they're horrible. Who knows? The black cat thing, it could be the, the magic thing we need to turn it all around. It was uh, hilarious to watch, though, and awesome to get that call done so well. You want to hear the call again? Yes, I do. I love it. I want it to, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, let me hit the play button and go ahead. Oh, there's a cat. On, a black cat has taken the field. A black cat is running from the 20 to the near side, the 10. From the 39 in Dallas, here's a short throw down the middle, caught by Ingram. Caught at the 35, went to the 30. You now think the they teach this the in school? So no, I've never been taught that. Okay. But in a broadcasting school now that it exists, do you think you were you should be taught it? Now the cat is stopped at the 50. So is it bad luck? For See, I, I think it's good to, to teach students, hey, sometimes things happen during a game, and you have to be flexible. You have to go with the play on the field. Whether it's a cat or a player, you have to call the action as it's happening. And the thing, too, is Kevin Harlan got the live read in. I know he In did. the middle of that, it's like, how do you do You know, everybody in the booth is giving high fives around. Like, right. how did he do that? No, he's, he's a professional like none of us are. He is locked in at all times, which is incredible. So that was a, a great uh, moment in an otherwise kind of boring game. Uh, a quick story out of uh, Pennsylvania. A, a astronaut from Pennsylvania was capable of making her uh, absentee ballot. She sent in her absentee ballot from space. I thought that was pretty cool, that somehow we have the technology now, uh, probably just emailed it or something, that she's capable of voting 
uh, from outer space. Is that is that cool to you? Does that surprise you that that's the kind of thing people How can do? How did she get it here? Uh, email, you know, so that it's not quite as, it wasn't like sent. It would have been cool if she had to send it because maybe we need a signed copy. So it's got to be launched down somehow. But no, they just, they, they accepted the PDF version uh, via the email. Look at that. I know, I know. Voting from space, man. The technology today is incredible. Uh, and a different story, T-Mobile is in trouble. Do you know why T-Mobile is in trouble? Did you see this, Blake? No, I didn't. Well, it appears that if you called a very rural phone number every so often, T-Mobile didn't want to connect those numbers for whatever reason. Maybe it's their service wasn't the best in those areas or whatnot. So they had a fake ringtone that would pop up. You'd hear the ringing, and then no one would answer. There'd be no ability to leave a message, and it would just uh, disconnect from you. But there's a lawsuit now because T-Mobile just kind of forgot about people in some rural areas. I wonder if Clinton was part of this list. Do you think that, were you getting phone calls from T-Mobile people? No, we don't even have service in Clinton. <laughs> you don't have, like, any cell phone service? You guys no. still have the pigeon, the messenger We pigeon. have the pigeon and the yeah. nuclear power plant. That's right. about it. I get the pigeons at work sometimes when you have to let us know you're going to be late. It's nice that you send those along. They're quite late compared to when you show up. But we yeah. had a Walmart, but it closed. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Walmart, that's a big-end item, right? That's a high-end store. I wonder how much T-Mobile is charging for this, for calls. <laughs> Well, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. The uh, lawsuit is for $40 million. Ooh. Yeah, so they might they might wind up uh, paying a pretty penny because they just didn't want to make those phone calls work to rural areas, which is in and of itself a pretty bold kind of move, right? Like, if I don't have the technology to make something work, I just kind of fake it. I just make the ringtone pop up, and then I'm like, yeah, that was good enough. They'll figure it out. Yeah, that's right. Did you ever buy a ringtone? Yeah, why? Why would you ask me that, Blake? I, I don't know. I was just wondering because you seem like the type of guy that would buy a ringtone. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Can you guess what my ringtone was here? You know what? I'm going to pull up the song. Uh, I'm going to see if I can pull up the song actually. But as I'm pulling it up, you tell me what you think my. And by the way, I had Verizon at the time. This was called a ringback tone, and it cost money. You had to pay like two dollars a month Ooh. to have this happen every time someone would call you. But I, I paid the extra money. To get a specific ringback tone. I feel like you're a Taylor Swift guy. Oh, that well, that is true. But at the time when I bought the ringback tone, Taylor Swift was not quite the lady she is now. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't. I didn't. What have year that did going. you buy it? Oh, this is a, oh, okay. Now we're gonna make me feel older. <laughs> well, by the way, did you know that the McDonald's Happy Meal is turning forty? That's disgusting. I know. Doesn't that make you feel old? Okay, I bought the ringtone in. I was in high school, so it was two thousand two. Uh, probably like some T-Pain or some Nelly. Okay, that's that's you're getting a lot closer. The Taylor Swift move was wrong, but you're getting you're you're much closer to it now. Uh, I don't maybe know some if like I can Nelly play and Tim McGraw and like mix. Now I, people don't know this about me. I'm new to the radio station. You'll get to know me better, and I think over the next however long, you'll realize I'm somewhat of a sarcastic guy. So this ringtone, I thought was was funny because of the sarcasm in it. That you'd call a Craig Collins, who doesn't seem like the kind of guy that might have certain ringtones and I, I had I, I i really i don't know if i can i'm i'm worried does this dump button work do we know that the yeah, button works. works okay all right all right oh now this is a throwback it is that is what you would hear every time you called Craig Collins. And by the way, for a long time, I didn't know that you could like automate it to not do it at certain times. So like, I was getting phone calls from potential employers in high school. Meyer, the grocery store, called me. So I applied to Meyer to be a, a, a cart wrangler was the position. 
And I, they call, and this, this happens. And then I answer, because, like, they weren't going to leave a voicemail. But so I answered, I'm like, hello? I'm like, is this, is this Craig Collins? And I was like, yeah, it, it is. Who's this? They're like, um, ah, uh, well, this is the hiring manager at Meyer. I have to ask you about the ringtone. And I'm like, it's just a joke. I, I, I promise. Meet me. Uh, I did not get that job, Blake. I don't know if you're funny. surprised. Yeah. That's the thing that happened. You can't make that stuff up. I know. That's well, funny. thank you for asking. we got to take a break. I don't know what else the Craig Collins Show has in store. I had topics planned, but maybe we'll just talk about other ringtones. Uh, I did have... Free in your app store. You ready for another Craig Collins ringback tone there, Blake? Let's do it. There's a Timbaland hit with One Republic. One time I asked a girl to dance in seventh grade of the song. Did you? Got declined. Wow. Just think, every time you would have called me back then, you would have tried to get a girl to dance with you. Dude, the ringback tone was such an interesting concept. I'm glad that we're talking about this on the show. And anyone who's used one at any point, please call me and tell me what your ringback tone was. I assume that not many of us did it. I don't think it was like a wildly popular thing. It was just so quirky that I, I wanted in heavily on it when I found out about it. You didn't have one, I assume. No, but I have a ring tone. Okay. So yeah. that's, that's different. The ring yeah, back tone is what someone would hear when they dial you. The ringtone is what your phone plays when you have a call coming in. So they're two very different things. What is your ringtone? Well, right now my ringtone is Sunflower by Post Malone. That's Well, it's a great song. I use it as a bump song all I the time. It. I know. The Post Malone is good, and the other guy in that video, in that... Um... You're that Ozzy Osbourne guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the guy's name is Sway, actually, right, is the yeah, other guy that's... Yeah. Sway. But Ozzy Osbourne is quite good <laughs> in that other Post Malone video. Um, yeah, because people thought that he discovered Ozzy Osbourne. But so you've never had, do you even know what ringback tones are, or is that, am I talking? Yeah, I know, I know who they are. I might be saying gibberish to you because you're quite a bit younger no, than me. because I used to have a Razor phone. Remember the yes, Razors? Yes, the Motorola Razor. Yeah, and you used to I call had somebody. And if, you were, if your parents were asleep, you could call somebody like past 8 o'clock <laughs> on a Razor. And that'd be like the cool thing to do. Like I had a phone in my bedroom. Well, it was just a Razor. Yes. And you hit it under a pillow or something to keep exactly. it from the family. I got you. Um, all right. I don't even know. The show is completely off the rails <laughs> early on. I think I'm also behind for a break. I, I'm going to take a break, and then maybe we'll keep talking ringback tones, or maybe we'll get onto something else. I have a story in front of me. It's a study that proves that if you are looking for romance, let's say it that way, you're more likely to lie than if not. And also, depending on how well a... a evening is going and if you think maybe things might end in a way that you'd be happy about you're likely to lie even more jbc i got about one minute until the news um i do want to get to this story and maybe i'll keep talking about it after the break but i ask you and i guess i can ask blake who's in studio with me today doing the news because neil did the morning show uh have you ever lied to a stranger you were attracted to have you ever embellished anything yeah i'd say so okay uh, have you well what now i uh, no, i don't know what you're talking about i've never lied my wife Definitely didn't think that I was an incredible surfer for months until she found out I wasn't <laughs> later on. I've surfed before. I, I might have embellished a bit. A new study out of uh, the University of Rochester in New York and a couple other places demonstrated a uh, system that kicks in when attraction becomes a thing with someone that you've just met. And they don't mean just physical attraction. They mean any, any amount of your brain realizing that this stranger is someone that you might have romantic interest in. That system activates what researchers have have defined as 
a likelihood to embellish and or lie and even outright change beliefs that you have. Uh, the way in which the study worked is they had participants converse on certain topics and then they demonstrated how truthful they were being compared to how attracted they might have been to each other. And it's, it's kind of surreal, the amount of... Uh, you know, results we have from this, 634 people participated. Uh, the average age, age was about 25 years old, so this was younger people. And when the groups of students were going that way in their mindset, they tended to be much more willing to agree to anything the other person said and also to embellish, lie, etc. Are we surprised? Is this one of the most obvious studies that people have uh, done recently? Uh, it seems obvious to me. Okay. I would think that people would lie to attract other people especially in bars right strangers like but a little drink and a little uh, drinky drink just a little warning from the craig collins show they're eventually going to find out it's a lie when you wind up at a beach and betty's like oh my husband's such a great surfer <laughs> uh, maybe not betty i never thought we i never thought that situation would come all right it's news time chief meteorologist brian walder tonight increasing clouds a low a low a light rain excuse me and or snow showers possible especially after midnight low at 32 Tomorrow, partly sunny and mild. A few p.m. showers are possible, high of 55. Thursday, colder with a few light snow showers possible, mainly during the morning hours, a high of 35. On Thursday night, cold overnight, low 19. Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 33. Friday night, cold overnight, low of 24. It is also currently 46 in Bloomington. Blake, do you know why I'm playing The Little Mermaid? Do what now? Do you know why I'm playing the music from The Little Mermaid? No, I don't. Are you familiar with this? I am familiar. You've heard Under the Sea? But you have no idea why I'd play this today? No. Uh, are you familiar with the wonderful world of Disney Presents The Little Mermaid Live? Oh, is that today? That is tonight, my friend. No I, I'm assuming you're going to be watching now. You sound like you're a huge, huge fan who can't yeah. wait for us to debut. I forgot about it. Yeah, well, these <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. How did you forget, man? That's so crazy. These things are now a thing. Um, having musicals or, I guess, even Disney adaptations of, of whatever, uh, these, these pop up every so often, certainly close to holiday seasons. And tonight we're going to get another one, which probably will do really well ratings-wise. Um, it is The Little Mermaid. The cast is kind of interesting. John Stamos, Queen Latifah, Shaggy. There's a lot of famous people. They do that. Is Shaggy still famous, by the way? Yeah, I think I think okay. so. All right, fine. Um, do you think Disney yeah, overdoes this on ice? Uh, this is not shows? ice. Are you trying to throw this on ice now? Yeah, I'm trying to throw it on ice. Okay, well, that's intense. Yes, that would be overdone. They Probably, yes, they overdo it in general, but people watch. I mean, Rent was on TV, I think, last season, and people watched that. They... What else? Cats? There's been a bunch of them. They remake these shows and they ask like three or four celebrities to be a part of it and boom, overnight ratings bonanza. So I, the problem is us, Blake. If well, we don't watch these things, they'd stop happening. So have you ever been to a show on ice? Uh, <laughs> the questions you're asking today are questions I did not prepare for, and I debate immediately, my, immediately whether to be honest or not. Well, <laughs> the truth is, yes, I've been to shows on ice. What did you see on ice? I don't want to. That's see, I Come don't want to talk now. about that. Come on now. No, nah, man, this is not. This is not going to end well. <laughs> this is not. I'm going to get fired at the end of this segment. Collins, in my office. What did you see on ice? I saw. I, I'm a comic book nerd, and I'm a I'm a Marvel fan, and I saw. A Marvel show on ice. That's not bad. I don't have kids, though. Like, I showed up with my wife. Ooh. We did get free tickets to a radio <laughs> station, so I did not pay for them. Oh, that's okay. You're fine. Though. But I found out that, like, Marvel Live on ice was coming uh, to town, so I, I, I went to it, and uh, 
Yeah, I was one of only like a few adults in the whole place. It was kid-free. The storyline was not very challenging either. I think it was designed for children. Have you seen anything on ice? I haven't, but I would love to see something on ice. Anything? Yeah. So you would go to Marvel Live on ice? I would go to anything. Okay. You name it, I'll go. Would you go rogue or would you bring somebody? I'd take somebody. Who, who would you take? Neil Doyle. Lady? Neil Doyle. <laughs> I forgot. You guys text each other goodnight really every good single friends. night. Yeah. Are you texting now? I saw you were texting. Uh, no, but we're going to hang out tonight. Okay. That's good. That's really good. Um, so you'd take Neil Doyle to anything on it. Do you want me to see what the next on ice thing coming to the area is? And then you know what I want? I want the Craig Collins show to cover it via you and Neil. I want you to go together, take photos, videos, cover the entire event like good news people would. We'll call in. We'll do live reports. Yeah, I hope so. And maybe a little bit of hand holding, I assume. Just, you know, not getting crazy. But I assume you guys do that from time to time. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> the things we learned today. Blake, how often are you going to be in as my news guy? Uh, I'll be here as much as you want. Okay, yeah. You've done the show every week that I've had it, right? Right. Okay. Well, I've come on with the problem, but now I'm... Now you're just on. Yeah, and you're I'm just not throwing just questions at me that are embarrassing me all day on the radio. <laughs> I'm riding, I'm riding dirty, and now I'm talking about Marvel Live on Ice. Uh, this is fun. Don't you love it? Yeah, I do. Uh, by the way, how's Doug? Uh, Doug is good. Okay. He blocked me on Twitter, though. Well, of course he did, because yeah. you hate Doug. Uh, how is the gift hunting going? Uh, it's going good. I had some responses last night on Twitter. I know we kind of left off our conversation like, <laughs> what do I get for yeah. this couple? Outside of a rotisserie, that was the only suggestion we got. Yeah, that was John from Clinton. Uh-huh. Um, but last night, because uh, I'm getting these two friends, these two friends got married, and they're having a Friendsgiving this weekend. Yes, they are. And no, so... You know what? I didn't want you to recap any of them. I just wanted to ask you about oh, them, because okay. people can go yeah. to my podcast and hear the full versions of all these conversations. So, anyways, a person named Andrew tweeted at me last night on my Twitter, at Blake Haas, WJBC. This, is, this yeah. is a person you don't know. I don't know who they are. All right. And they tweeted at me and said, Nerf guns for him and her. Who wouldn't want to? <laughs> add a little fun to the new house hashtag right. housewarming gift so your housewarming gift to your friends would be two nerf guns yeah that's a really good idea it is. you know what you should get though you should get two very different guns one's like Ooh. an automatic crazy one give it to the missus and one's a very crappy gun and give that to your friend the guy <laughs> and just say you know this is the kind of life you're set up for now she will always win buddy what are you trying to say right now oh nothing i'm, I'm not saying anything except that my wife's a very smart person who wins every fight we've ever had because she's smarter than me that's what i know and that's the facts all right more craig collins show now Next. Oh, wait, real quick. The one other one. How's that friend of yours that you have class with that, you know, not This half hour of the Craig Collins program is sponsored by Exxon and Mobile. Exxon and Mobile's new Synergy Supreme Plus premium gasoline, their best fuel ever, keeps your engine two times cleaner for better gas mileage. It's supreme. It's premium. It's a premium. Fill up today um, or go to Exxon.com for more details. Come on. Come on. There it is. There it is. That worked out great. You're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC. Blake, what are your feelings about a turducken? A who? A turducken. What is that? You don't know what a turducken is? No. Uh, what do you guys usually eat for the Thanksgiving? Turkey? Yeah. Uh, have you ever had duck? No. Have you ever had chicken? Yes. A turducken is all three of those things at one. Ooh. It's a turducken. You've never heard of a turducken? No. Okay, Blake, what kind of life do you live out well, there? Well, I live in Clinton. Clinton. I know, yeah, right. It's it's chicken, a duck, and a turkey all together. You can buy them, and they're popular instead of turkey for Thanksgiving, so you have multiple things to serve at the same time for any picky eaters that exist in the family. Is it all, like, ground together? or what Well, is no, it? they're all inside of each other. You, can't, you cook them all. Ew. There's, it's... <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I've never had one. 
Uh, but they are very popular. Anyway, the reason I ask, and I did not expect the answer I got, <laughs> but Pringles has a Friendsgiving kit that they're selling. I know you're going to a Ooh, Friendsgiving soon. Yeah. It's fifteen ninety nine, and it turns your Pringles into turducken-flavored Pringles. That's gross. You, you don't want to try this at all? Why can't they just leave it alone and have original Pringles? It's called the Red Hot Triple Bird Alert. That's right. There's three birds in one for the Turducken uh, uh, Pringles can. That's a very exciting time to be alive, right? Would you eat one? Of course I'd eat one. Do I get, like, money for it or something? No. Okay. Just just to do it? Just to say yeah. that I've done it? Yeah. Yeah, like Catherine had spam on the morning show the right. other night. No, I'd have... You wouldn't eat a chip? That's too far? That's too much to ask you for well, the show? Well, that tastes like jerky, chicken, or whatever preservatives they pump you full okay uh the differently flavored chips are stacked atop of each other just as the namesake and are paired with uh chips that taste like cranberry sauce stuffing and pumpkin pie so you're getting like six flavors in your mouth all at once if you follow the full 15.99 kit Oof. with your pringles traducan uh snack you so you're not a mix are you not a mixed food guy no i like to have my food separate okay so like say your mashed potatoes just just casually touch some of your you know well here's what i like all right I like to put mashed potatoes in like a, a giant circle, right? Uh-huh. And then put like green beans in there, whatever it may be. And make it because you pay fifteen ninety nine at KFC for a KFC bowl. It's got all that stuff. So why not just do it yourself? So that's so you, what I do. You do mix it, though, and then you eat yeah. it all together. Right. Okay. So you're not just anti- But I'm not no chicken, turkey, all that together on a chip. It's nope. just three kinds of meat. It's not, it's not the most insane. I think you'd live through it if you tried it. I don't want to try it. Wow. I'm, is, I don't like new things. That is no new things at all? Nope. Okay. The, actually, I did a study this week, or I, maybe it was last week, that some people really like to stick to the same things all the time. And do you know what you're doing? You're cheating yourself, Blake. Because if you if you do new things every once in a while, if you give yourself the stress of not knowing whether or not you'll like something, you'll be more engaged. And that's a good thing. Well, I'm on the Craig Collins show. Well, there you go. You're right. And I'm going <laughs> to test you with all kinds of things today. And I'm also going to apparently answer a bunch of questions that Blake has. You're a very inquisitive news guy. Hey, you know that? I'm a journalist. I ask you're questions. Right. You're right. And we've reported a lot of things today. <laughs> I want I want to know more about that girl that we talked about a couple oh, weeks ago. Well, that know, seems like I the think... one topic you don't want to hit. Well, we'll talk about that tomorrow afternoon. Oh, when you're not here? Exactly. That when, oh, look at that. Look at how smart he is. He's even You're teasing things that are never going to happen. Great Craig Collins show. Uh, real quick, a lottery winner bought his own resort this is a guy out of new jersey who won i think it was like 13 million dollars and he bought a 239 room hotel uh and then he also just decided to purchase daytona's la playa resort which was abandoned so i wonder if you won a lottery is that one of the things that most people out there would want to do is have like your own island your own resort area where you could go or invite friends have parties and it's just a hundred percent yours that does seem like one of the smartest possible things to do, yes, excessive, but one of the smartest possible things to do with that much money because, uh, yeah, you uh, you know, you know, have a resort now for the rest of your life that you can just go to whenever you feel like you need resort time. Does that sound like the kind of interesting thing that you'd do? I, well, I wouldn't buy a resort. I would invest that money. Okay, well, he actually, yeah. he, so he spent $13 million on the oh, resort, boy. but he won $175 million. So really, when you're thinking of it, it's only it's less than ten percent of his total. Yeah, winnings. I mean, I, yeah, why not? I okay. mean, you got the money. What would you buy if you won the lottery? What would I buy if I buy, if I won the lottery? Young Blake from Clinton. Ooh. What what is the most exciting thing you could possibly spend a crap ton of money on? Uh, student loans. 
<laughs> if and we're then, being honest. And then after that? <laughs> after that, I'd probably get a new car. Okay. All right. Yeah. How fancy of a car are we talking? Um, Probably 2020 red and black Stingray. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah, nice. The Mustang Stingray. Yeah. I'd, go, I'd go classic with one of those if I needed that car, like a 69, 70, something like that. I wouldn't go brand new. You got to go real old school if you're going Mustang Stingray. Well, I want mine to survive the next 20, <laughs> 30 years. You want it to work? Yeah. Man, you're so demanding. Walder, tonight, increasing clouds, a light rain or sh- uh, snow shower is possible, especially after midnight, low of 32. Tomorrow, partly sunny and mild, a few p.m. showers are possible, high of 55. Thursday, colder with a few light snow showers possible, mainly during the morning, high 35. Thursday night, cold. Friday, partly cloudy. Friday night, cold. That sounds like a fun week. Uh, it's time for that word of the day, the 4 o'clock $1,000 word of the day. You can win $1,000 right now if you text MORE to 95819. That's M-O-R-E, MORE, to 95819. We'll text you back to confirm your entry. Data and message rates may apply. It's 4K a day with AM 1230 WJBC. This is your chance to win $1,000 right now. Just text MORE, M-O-R-E, to 95819. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I know that this news is all over the place. I know that you've probably heard this story by now. So I I debated whether or not I was even going to talk about it today. I think that a few of the other shows here on our station have certainly brought this topic up. Uh, But the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. And kind of surreally, last night, someone was killed over one. Someone in Washington, D.C., in a suburb, uh, cut in line and someone else decided that that was a very big deal they got in a fight about it and the guy who who tried to skip the line was essentially stabbed to death uh he died later on from his injuries in the hospital but this guy died because of a chicken sandwich and a fight over a chicken sandwich now i don't know if you if you remember but back when popeyes ran out of these sandwiches there was a viral news story about a group of people showing up with guns to their local popeyes location demanding sandwiches and assuming that it was all just a big lie that they were out of them and you know getting very aggressive but no one was hurt that time so what the hell is in this sandwich is my biggest question i don't i don't get this i don't know that this happens very often anywhere else there was a debate here uh, off the air uh, from a few of us talking about how like yeah every so often people do really terrible things and this just so happens to be a viral story because of the Popeye's uh, viralness, not necessarily because this doesn't happen from time to time, but I, I don't remember a lot of stories of people getting killed over skipping someone else in line. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is a horrendous place where people get in fights all the time. If you want to look up a, a food establishment, one designed for children, that for some reason has a, a element of parents getting in ridiculous fights, Chuck E. Cheese is the place to Google. If you want to see a whole bunch of news stories, you'll, you'll be surprised exist. But I was surprised to read this last night that someone, I, I just, I, I guess the only reason to bring this up or to talk about this is to ask what, what, what happened? How could this possibly happen? And why do people love this sandwich so, so much that they would resort to violence like this? I don't, I don't get it. I don't think any of us have had it. Have you had a Popeye sandwich, Blake? No, I haven't okay. had it. But I want to ask you a question, though. No, of course you do. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I, no, I like the questions. They've been good. Go ahead. Who has the best chicken sandwich in Central <laughs> Illinois? Really? So I, so I read a story about death in D.C., and your brain, the Blake brain, is like, you know, I wonder, what chicken sandwich is the best around here? Well, if it's so good worth 
killing someone over. Yeah. There's got to be a close second. That's well true. I do you you've never had the Popeyes one, so you can't do I you have, have an answer? Well, Greg Hobleib says the Chick-fil-A one. Well, Chick-fil-A has some good chicken. That right. is that I don't is know true. if I I don't think it's the best. It's good. Okay. But I don't think it's the best. Do you have an outside cuz I think those would be one and two for the favorites to win that kind of thing. Do you have an outside option? Uh Hardee's has a decent chicken sandwich. Wow. So they yeah. had the Hawaiian bun that's soft but yet crisp. <laughs> See, that's coming out of nowhere. See, you're like the guy betting on the last horse in the race, and somehow you're saying, Hardee's, I don't think it's going to beat. I'm going to have one. We're going to have a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let's do, seriously, is there one? Is there a Popeye's in Bloomington? I'm sure, I'm sure there is. There has to be. There has to be. There has, why did neither one of us even know that? That's not a good sign for this, this story. Popeye's, Bloomington. I'm Googling on the air. Right what, now there the has to be, show. and if there is, I'm sure there's uh-huh. lines out the door. I don't think there would be lines. I think that in the big, giant cities, there's lines. There's one on Market Street, and there's one on Empire Street. So they have one here. Yeah, there's two. There's actually two locations, Popeye's. There's one relatively close to us. Do they have the chicken sandwiches? And they ha- they're supposed to. Because sometimes they, they say they have them, and they don't have them. <laughs> and then people get angry. Uh, like, well, they angry. kill somebody. Yeah, well, that, that does happen. <laughs> I'm surprised you're making light of this story. That is, I'm not comfortable not going what, there. That's this is, not what I'm doing. This is the one. This is a one-guy show right now. This is the Blake show with Blake when he's making j- comedy jokes about the guy who died at Popeyes. Incorrect. Okay. I asked, <laughs> who has the best chicken sandwich? Uh, yeah. And you took it to the level of me. No, no, I don't know. I, you know, let's play the tape back. Listeners, call in and tell us which one of us turned this into a comedy segment because I know the Blake show with Blake that was on just now was that's a first and last for that show. Grand opening and grand closing. Of the Blake Show with Blake, his humor topic of the day, uh, Popeye's Massacre. That's that's not. We're going the wrong seriously, road. Seriously, let's try one after the show. Let's go okay. to the sandwich. Yeah, and let's let's see. You know how how delicious it is because I imagine it's got to be incredible. People love this thing. It has to they be. They love it. Yeah. Well. All right. I have a older tonight. Increasing clouds, a light rain, and/or snow shower is possible, especially after midnight. A low of 32. Tomorrow, partly sunny and mild. A few p.m. showers are possible. High of 55. Thursday, uh, colder with a few light snow showers possible, mainly during the morning, high of 35. Thursday night, cold, uh, overnight, low of 19. Friday, high of 33, and overnight it's going to be cold and 24. A really, you know, uplifting week. By the way, the 4K word at 4 o'clock, this is a $1,000 word. You can text 95819 to win. The word is more, M-O-R-E. That's more to 95819. We'll text you back to confirm your entry. Data and message rates may apply. It's 4K a day with AM 1230 WJBC. This is going to be a song your kids know really, really well or your grandkids know really, really well very soon. It is the marquee ballad from Frozen 2. Released today. People are very excited about that. That's Panic at the Disco, by the way, which to me was kind of a surprise that they're doing that song. Um, and it's a it's an interesting song. Um, but, yeah, the Into the Unknown is going to annoy the hell out of you in just a few short months when it's all that your kids want to hear on the radio, all they want to hear in the car because of Frozen 2, which is coming out right in time for Thanksgiving movie time. Um, are you planning on doing a movie, Blake, for Thanksgiving? Does your family do that? We usually go to a movie. Do you do you have anyone in the family that's going to force it to be Frozen Two? Uh, probably not. Okay, everybody's not, older yeah, now. I wasn't big big fan of Frozen One. Me neither. Um, however, my family, I I'm debating whether or not I'm going to take a trip out to uh 
Philadelphia. I've got a lot of family out there, and the emails are flying back and forth already that Frozen 2 is the runaway winner because all my family members have kids for what we will see after uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I'd rather watch Paint Dry. Yeah, well, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to be forced to go to that movie. I somehow avoided Frozen 1 for, like, months and months. I got all the way to, like, it being a DVD without getting swept up in it because my <laughs> wife and I don't have any kids, and then eventually... You know, it it took over. You start to hear it everywhere. Well, that song, Do You Want to Build a Snowman, was stuck in my head for about six See, months. See, you liked it, though. Baby Shark. Well, okay, I didn't like it. It was stuck in your head it for a long time. You obviously thought it was a jam. Same thought, with Baby Shark. Baby Shark was annoying, too. Baby Shark is still annoying still, and yeah, still, still stuck annoying. in your head. But uh, when the Marines played it for the recent White House visit, that was kind of awesome. When the Marine band plays Baby Shark, <laughs> there, there's redeeming moments with that song, but this song, do you want to hear a little bit more of Into the Unknown? All right, if you want to hear it, it's for you. What do you want? Because you've been keeping me awake. Are you here to distract me? I don't get this a little bit. Those words are kind of intense for your, like, five-year-old to be singing, What Do You Want? Into the Unknown. It's a scary song. That is kind of scary. Yeah, I'm scared of that. Uh, Well, that's coming out. Frozen 2 is something people are very, very excited about. Um, on November 22nd, it will be in theaters. This comes after Demi Lovato's performance of Let It Go, which was a half a billion times viewed video on YouTube. Uh, how high? You want to bet on that right now? You want to? Do you like betting, Blake? Yeah, I'm a big betting guy. Are you? Yeah, I go to Peoria every so often, go to the boat. Oh, do you? What do you play at the boats? A little blackjack. Okay. Well, I play a little poker. Ooh, so, okay. you know, I, I play the upper end. I play the high echelon yeah, stuff. See, there. I can't afford that. You can't? Okay. I'm, All right, right, I'm at the $5 you. table. They're one, two, no limit, man. <laughs> it's, not, it's not crazy money. Anyway, I, from time to time, like to put bets out on the show. How many views will Into the Unknown get, in your Ooh. best guess? Um, I'm going to say 16.3 an- million. 16. <laughs> it's not the price is right. You have to be that specific <laughs> about it. I know it's going to be more than that, by the way. 16.3 million is a. Te- I said it was half a billion views for oh, the last one. Well, I don't, so, I don't think this song is as catchy. It doesn't seem so so far. So over under 200 million views, you're going to say I'm, for sure under. I'm, yeah, for sure under. What okay. are you over under? Uh. All right, it's already got almost a million views. Let's put a Popeye's chicken sandwich Let's on Let's do that. Yes, one Popeye's chicken sandwich and a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, one of each, <laughs> taste-testing purposes. I'm going to say over 200 million You're views. You're going to say over? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't know how long this bet's going to take to pay off. How long? What's the timeline? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, it comes out, what, in a couple of weeks? Yeah, it comes out on the 22nd. Is the song out on YouTube now? Uh, yes, it is. It's got almost a million views currently. Well, let's wait. Two weeks after okay. the movie comes out. So okay. that way it gives people a time to go see the movie All right. and then hear the song. It debuted yesterday, November 4th, and it has 717,000 views currently. Wow. And the movie is not out yet. So I do wonder, 200, how much time did you say I get for this bet? We get two weeks after Thanksgiving. That's not enough time for 200 mean? million views? That's enough for me to get a free chicken sandwich. Yeah, apparently. All right, let's do, you were willing to go much lower. How about 50 million views? Here's the thing. I I just don't think it's as catchy. Okay. So 50 million views two weeks after its release. Chicken sandwich. Two chicken sandwiches on the line. Let's do it. All right. That's in. We're in for that bet. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to put a, a running tally up on the website so you can't back <laughs> out of these bets. You can't comp- like deny that this ever happened on you the know, air. I forget about a lot of things. I know so. you do. You forget about a lot of stuff. But you won't forget about this. I'll have two sweet, sweet chicken sandwiches, and I won't have to go fight somebody at a at a Popeye's to get one. So this is really a win-win for me. 50 million views by the second week into December, something like that.
That's a lot. All right. That's a lot of views. I'm counting on it happening. All right, more Craig Collins show next. I still have to tell you guys about the the offer from a, a group of police in North Carolina to weigh drugs for people that buy drugs because you can't trust a drug dealer. I like those kind of ads when they pop up on, on Facebook. Very tongue-in-cheek, a PSA, but uh, did anybody... C.com. You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Uh, I mentioned this story a couple times, so I do want to pay that tease off. Uh, the Mint Hill Police Department, that's a police department in Mint Hill, North Carolina, posted a pretty funny ad on social media that people seem to like a lot. Uh, the ad showed a picture of a scale and a bag of marijuana, and it said some untrustworthy drug dealers are using their cell phones instead of a certified scale to display the weight of the merchandise that they are selling. Uh, and they encourage people to come in to check to make sure that the weight was correct for the uh, whatever they were buying from their drug dealer and that they would, you know, offer this service to the public free of charge. Of course, it's a tongue-in-cheek post, and the cops really, truly hope that someone comes in and utilizes it because... That guy would immediately get arrested. So far, word is no one has utilized the service, but people did think it was funny on social media. Someone commenting, okay, I just laughed out loud at how brilliant this public service ad is. Uh, And a lot of people have liked it, shared it. It's out there. It's viral. I thought it was funny. Um, Sleep divorce is a thing in a completely different story. I saw this recently, and I thought it was interesting. Couples, certainly married couples who've been married a long time, are getting their own beds. They, They are sleeping separate of each other. Because apparently, according to one study, it's really hard to comfortably go to sleep in a shared bed. Um, the reason why is mostly because, I guess, if, if it's a man and woman couple, that men are more prone to certain sleeping disorders, such as sleep apnea, snoring. Well, women apparently are more vulnerable to insomnia, and their threshold for being awakened is much lower, uh, more likely than not, than their partner. So data reveals that as couples choose to do this, they're sleeping Quite a bit better. 3,000 couples were surveyed. 31% of Americans wished they could file for a sleep divorce, as they called it. Uh, well, quite a few people actually did do it. I, I wonder, has anyone out there, anyone in Bloomington, gotten a, a split bed situation? Maybe you've been married a while. Maybe the time came for you to say, you know what? I really miss when I used to go to bed alone, and it was great. So uh, give me a call and tell me if you tried this out, if this is something cool and this is something you like uh it reminds me of a story i talked about earlier this week that says people are going to bed with their phones so often now that even if you're in a a couple you don't really communicate anymore uh when you fall asleep which was a really good apparently time period for a couple to you know talk about their day and and remain close apparently that closeness is is evaporating a little bit because we we both read smart technology instead of having that how was your day conversation and so why not take that a step further why not just get your own bed and uh, sleep in it. Uh, the story goes on to say that there is a myth that says, you know, a loveless marriage is is a, a byproduct of having a separate sleeping situation. That is not true. It's just a more practical way, apparently, for some people to, uh, to fall asleep. Uh, Blake, have you ever thought about that? If you would need to, you know, sometime in your life long down the road when there's a Mrs. Blake and maybe a bunch of little Blakes running around. Oh, boy that you'd get a, a separate uh, bed for yourself to fall asleep in. Well, I would have to because I have a custom bed now because I'm so tall. Okay. You have a custom. What is a custom? What are you, what are you saying? So I'm six three and three mm. quarters, right? All right. So a regular bed doesn't fit me because I'm so tall. So, so I had to get an extra long bed. So you're, 
So what I'm saying is I can't sleep in a regular bed. Right, so and you're you're saying that you I would assume have to have my own bed. You're you're saying that you assume Mrs. Blake would be uncomfortable with an extra long ble- uh, bed. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good. That's yeah. a great excuse. That then there's no fight. Then there's hey, honey, I need my own bed because I'm super tall, and you're going to be too afraid to go to bed in this super tall custom bed. Yeah, you like how I spun that. Yeah, story? that was really well done, man. <laughs> you're sure you're not married? You haven't been married a long time. Well. The skills you learned from Blake on the Greg Collins show today. All right, I got to take it. I am Walter, and this is your AM twelve thirty WJBC forecast. We'll see quiet weather for the rest of the day today with lots of sunshine, but we are staying cold out there this evening into tonight. Temperatures dropping through the 40s into the 30s and wake-up temperatures tomorrow likely in the lower 30s. Might see a light rain or snow shower overnight tonight. Any precipitation is light and not everyone will see it. Otherwise, expect increasing cloud cover tonight leading to a partly sunny day tomorrow. But we will be a little bit warmer tomorrow. Temperatures just a couple degrees below average still. High temperatures likely in the low to mid 50s, but certainly a lot better than what we've seen and where we're going later this week. Might see a quick rain shower or two tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. A light snow shower late tomorrow night into Thursday. And then temperatures drop out by the end of the week. We'll see highs bottoming in the 30s for Thursday and Friday. Not much relief for the weekend with high temperatures only in the 40s. From Heart of Illinois ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walter, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. Thank you, Brian. Right now in Bloomington, it is 45 degrees. This half hour of the Craig Collins Show is brought to you by Sylvania Motor. Uh, automotive, excuse me. It's that time of year again, headlight savings time. When the nights get darker and you need f- a fresh pair of headlights that are up to the task, you can't remember the last time you replaced your head bulbs. Well, now it's the time. Visit sylvania-automotive.com. Uh, to find your perfect bulb. Uh, one second here. Hold on. Hold on. No, I don't want that. No, Brian, be quiet. Be quiet. I don't need that. All right. You know what? I'll skip the bump this time. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. And I found an interesting article out of a Princeton study that I'm sure would upset some people here in Bloomington and quite a few places, just like it upset um, people on the Internet. Uh, the study seemed to say that people of a certain cognitive ability should only live in big cities. This is The title of the story is High-Skilled Workers in Small Towns Are a Waste of Resources. This comes from a controversial study out of Princeton. It would be more efficient, according to this study, if big cities like New York and San Francisco were transformed into, and I quote, cognitive hubs for white-collar work, even if that meant paying other workers to stay away. That means that people of, I guess, whatever skill level is not a, enough for this study would make money off of the fact that they are not living in bigger cities, which would apparently cut down on the difficulty of commuting in said bigger cities. Uh, This is a quote now from the study. Our analyst underscores that while CNR workers are extremely useful, they are also scarce. These are apparently workers of a certain cognitive, non-routine skill set. The economists wrote that they were referring to workers like doctors, lawyers, computer scientists and managers. Uh, This is, again, quoting from the study, furthermore, their productivity is tremendously enhanced by living with other CNR workers, cognitive non-routine workers. CNR workers are too valuable. I'm, I'm still reading from the study, so please no one tie these ideas to me. CNR workers are too valuable for society to be used in this way. A better policy is to reinforce existing trends and let them concentrate their cognitive abilities in hubs or big cities and incentivize non-cognitive, non-routine workers to leave these cities. 
Um, such large cities as Miami and Las Vegas remain very, I'm quoting the study still, I don't want any of this to be thought of as me if you're tuning in late, uh, remain non-CNR abundant since they have particularly productive industries where CNR workers are employed less intensively. That's a nice way of saying they have successful things that are not, you know, doctors and lawyers. They're successful occupations in Vegas and Miami outside of those high-end jobs. Uh, critics on social media were quick to point out that ha- having policies like this would further separate, you know, certain groups of people and further separate classes of people, and it seems like a really, really bad idea. Um, being someone who lives in Bloomington, Illinois, which is certainly not a small city, but certainly not a booming metropolis like, you know, New York or San Francisco, it's insane to read through something like this from someone who I assume lives in New York, a place that I'm a very big fan of a lot of the time. But this is a very elitist um, kind of idea that apparently all big businesses, society in general, would benefit if the highest end possible workers only lived in big cities. This is a study out of Princeton. So, yeah, that is that is an interesting thing to try to digest and to think about that, you know, this is happening right now. A lot of people, a lot of younger people like to live in cities. A lot of well-educated people like to live in bigger cities. It's it's fun. Jobs are more competitive there. So you certainly have to have a certain, you know, type of of resume, I guess, to to succeed in certain places. So but I mean, what's absent in this story is the idea that smaller cities need doctors and lawyers and computer scientists and managers to manage manage companies. So uh, I, I don't know what to think of this. I'm, I'm really surprised that they would publish something like this. They said that the summary, the paper itself, was an academic exercise that has just received a lot of coverage. Well, no, no crap. It received a lot of coverage. You write something. If you put it out there on the Internet and it's controversial, someone will find it, they will read it, and they will judge you for it. And so certainly it makes sense that we're judging uh, Princeton and this this story. I mean, I, I wonder if anyone wants to call in or send me a text or, or contact us somehow and react to that. I'm sure I know what your reaction would be, but if you want to give me a call, please do so and tell me what you think of a study that says high-functioning CNR employees should congregate in big cities only. Um, I teased this before the break, so I'll pay it off now. If you run just once a week, you could significantly lower your chance of cardiovascular disease, and I mean significantly, and the amount of jogging you have to do is very, very little. Even the smallest dose of running, uh, which the study was running just about once a week for less than 50 minutes total at a speed of less than 6 miles per hour, found that you would significantly reduce your risk of any and all diseases, any kind of early death uh, risk or, you know, any kind of, I guess, malady that you'd have. And you don't have to be in incredibly good shape. You just have to be willing to get out there and run once a week for a little less than 50 minutes. Is that doable for most people? I think it it probably should be. Um, but, yeah, this study says that all you have to do is is jog a little bit. And you're, I wonder, do you guys react, do people react every time you see one of these by immediately following it? I did do a study or a story earlier this week or last week talking about how studies are misproven all the time. They come out and they say, we've proven this is sure. And then a few days later, they somebody tries to replicate it and they they fail pretty hard. But if it's if it's a profound amount of, um, you know, health benefit, 30 to 40 percent lower risk of most diseases just to get out there for an hour at a time per week, that seems doable. One last thing and then I'll take a break. Facebook may soon start scanning your face to identify 
uh, your your person to verify your identity before letting you sign in. And people are not happy about the idea that Facebook will use facial recognition because people do not trust that social media platform all that much. So this is a new st- a new story saying that you know um, it could be deleted within 30 days if you have a selfie, a video selfie, or or something out there. So I guess you can push Facebook to get rid of their desire to do these kind of things. But yeah. Facebook wants to make sure that you're you by having a lot more photos and videos and stuff on hand uh, for you. And I'm sure we all feel really, really great about that. Blake, do you uh, wear the Under Armour? Yeah, yeah, I do. You like Under Armour? I thought you said underwear for a second. I was no, like, Jesus. Uh, uh, no, what, what kind of show do you think this is? <laughs> I didn't know where you were going there for a second. Well, you, I'm, I was kind of half listening. I'm happy. Okay. I'm happy that you, you steered into it. <laughs> I was asking if you wear the Under Armour. The yes, brand. I do. Yes, okay? I do. I don't care about what else you wear, bud. That's awesome. Uh, their stock dropped quite a bit because apparently they're struggling a lot. They're, it's hard to for them to position themselves. What is your impression of the Under Armour? Is that a fancy brand? Or uh, a... It's higher end. Oh, is it? I See? would say it's higher because like a sweatshirt, an Under Armour sweatshirt, a real nice one would be like, 65 bucks right so it's higher end well and you see athletes wearing them a bunch of teams have deals with under armor so it's it's out there some places apparently in this story though one of the reasons that people might judge the brand as a little less valuable is you find it at a lot of those discount stores like uh you know um tj max tj max etc you can find quite a few under armor items there so their new um their new team is trying to figure out a better way to present themselves in the next couple years to enhance the brand, what would you say is the top tier sports brand? Is it Nike? Uh, probably say Nike's probably up there. Now it depends on where you're at. Okay. Like Chicago, Jordan's probably pretty close to Nike, if not better. Well, Jordan is Nike, but that's I guess. You know what the I mean? Point. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it depends on where you're at. So what would you say are some other very top tier sports brands? I would say Under Armour. Okay. Well, Adidas. You're, apparently, you're wrong. Okay, go ahead. Adidas. Adidas is a huge one. Yeah, I like Adidas. Um, also, how do you pronounce it? Do you say Adidas? I say Adidas. Oh, some people say Adidas. Anyways, <laughs> um, who now? Hold on. Who says what? Adidas? All my friends say Adidas. Are they all? They're all kidding, right? No, they're serious. No, they can't possibly be serious. serious. They're There's dead no serious. way. There's, has it ever happened? Has any commercial ever said Adidas? Well, a lot of my friends aren't from the U.S. Okay, all right. So they, that's just Wait, so how are they... you just judging people on my show no, now? People no, with thick no. accents? I'm married to a Mexican, sir. <laughs> I am very upset with where this segment no, went. No, 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 Betty, no, no, no. call in and yell at Blake right now. <laughs> no. What, no. El- what other words do they say wrong, Blake? Tell no, us no, on I'm the Greg Collins they, show. They say That's just how they say it. That's Got what, it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's Adidas. Yeah, it's Adidas. You, you can yeah. help them. Okay, anyways. You can help them out. Um, wow. I had yeah. no idea. No, go ahead. What else were you trying to say? I, you know, I, I've lost my train of Have thought. you? Have you? All right. We'll take a break. Betty, you've got to call in and yell. Yell at Blake. He needs to be yelled at. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Oh, Blake, you're going to like our next caller. You're going to oh, be boy. a big, big fan of our next caller. Oh, boy. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? So you can back up what Blake is saying, that you have relatives as well that pronounce the word Adidas. Adidas. Okay, uh, where, are your, where are your relatives from? My mom was born in Austria. Okay. And See? So every single one on that side of the family says Adidas. No, uh, yeah, Adidas, yeah. Okay, All right. yeah, right, I'm still saying it wrong. Okay, so Blake You're... is, so I'm the idiot here is what we're telling me. Well, it was it was funny, you know, growing up, 
you know, uh, it was a popular brand with my friends, and, and they would talk about, you know, oh, Adidas, and I'm like, no, it's Adidas, and they were like, what? I'm like, yeah. Come on, guys, yeah. So did you get teased a little bit for it? It wasn't that big a deal, but, I mean, go. they were like, what? Okay. Well, Norma, <laughs> thank you for calling in and backing up Blake. He's he's right more often than I expected him to be. Thank See, you so much. Thank you. That's, that's right. Thanks, guys. Yep, have a good day. Look at that, man. See, I also hear people say they call it, it's not Nike, it's Nike. That's not a thing. It, I don't I know what you're saying. You, a, I, I was going to ask you the caller, but... I don't know what word you're saying. I got nervous. Uh, it, did I, you? Yeah, I did. What? You seem like a nervous guy. Yeah, well, I get nervous. Often. I went to the internets, to the YouTube, and I want to hear the pronunciation website tell us how to say it, and I'm worried about this because <laughs> oh. I think I'm also going to be wrong again, but here is how you pronounce it. Adidas or Adidas. It has both. It's got both. It has both in there. Give Adidas. Adidas or Adidas. Okay, that's good to know. What does it say about Nike. Uh, it doesn't have any. Nike is not a thing. That's it not a, a thing. thing. That's not a thing. It Blake. is a thing. It no is way. A thing. I'm no one you. says Nike. Yes, a lot no. of my friends say Nike. Why would anyone do that? That's because not a thing. Cool. Okay, I got to take a break. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff. We're way behind. Kim Commando is coming up. Uh, more Craig Collins show. Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder. Uh, tonight, increasing clouds, a light rain, and or there's no more clouds out there. Snow shower is possible, especially after midnight. Night, midnight. A low of 32. Tomorrow, partly sunny and mild. A few p.m. showers are possible, high of 55. Thursday, colder with a few light snow showers possible, mainly during the morning, a high of 35. Thursday night, low of 19. Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 33. Cold overnight with a low of 24. You're listening to The Great Collins Show on WJBC. Now back to the Craig Collins Show, hosted by me, Craig Collins. Um, have you ever abused the CC field in a in a work email? This is the kind of thing that apparently people get very upset about. Of course, you've heard of a bunch of mistakes that happen with the reply all. Uh, some of these go viral, and certainly there was a huge one uh, just recently where 25,000 Utah State employees were on this email they shouldn't have been on, and it went viral because people just kept replying, please take me off this list, please take me off this list. So whoever sent out the original email probably had a hell of a day with the notifications on their phone. Um, but the CC field apparently is seen as a lot more passive-aggressive and a lot less accidental because, of course, it is a, a lot more purposeful. It is perfectly acceptable, according to this study, um, to copy someone that needs to be looped in for a certain reason. Uh, but the problems start when you CC a boss on an email where maybe you don't think your coworker is getting the message clearly or doing things the way you want them to do it, so you immediately CC a, CC a boss. That also happens when you reply to someone in an email sometimes. If you feel like maybe the thing they're asking you to do is is not something you want to do and you don't want to handle that conversation yourself, uh, you CC a boss. It's a form of tattletaling, I guess, in the uh, corporate world, they say. Um, and if you do ever need to loop someone in, the warning here is that you should make it abundantly clear why you're doing it, saying stuff like I'm CCing in our boss because she knows uh, that, you know, you might be swamped and maybe you need to prioritize things differently. So she'll tell you what things to do first. Or I'm CCing in our boss because he knows that there's some backstory here that you're not aware of. So he'll fill you in on that kind of thing. But you should not apparently in the work world just randomly CC in people or, or especially bosses to emails because you'll certainly be seen as a tattler. Uh, Blake, have you been a victim of this at all? Have you had a 
passive aggressive CCing happen either at work uh, or at home? I have a couple of times. Okay. Maybe with a teacher or something yeah, like that? With, yeah, with uh, a teacher and also some colleagues. You yeah. Got it. Uh, how do you deal with it whenever uh, it happens to you? Well, the thing is, is I hate how people say things on email but won't say them in person. Yes. That oh, That bothers yeah. me so much. Well, that's true about like Facebook, social media, texting, all that stuff. Exactly. Anything that you're willing to say to a, a screen, you should probably be willing to say to a person, but a lot of people aren't. A lot um, of people are scared of that, yeah. They really are. There's one other thing mentioned in this article. Even if you've been the victim of a CCing that made you upset, at least you don't work at this place. Uh, someone shared a story online that said during a recent uh, disagreement I had with a coworker, she, the coworker decided to CC their mother on some of the emails going back and forth Ooh. between them and a board of directors. So this is two coworkers and a board of directors. And then when the one colleague approached the other and said, hey, why uh, was your mother CC'd on these emails? The other person responded, I'll put my mom on anything I want. I'll CC her on, on anything. And then Scott Miller had to apologize to all of us for <laughs> his mom being on all those emails. No, it's not Scott, but that is... When you bring parents into it, man, that's a whole new level. Yeah, why would you do that? You I would think at that age, if it's you're obviously in work, you would think that you'd be old enough to kind of handle things yourself. Well, and also if like it's very obvious it's your mom because apparently the person tried to to approach them and say, "Is she a consultant somehow?" Like they tried to have a a tricky version of why is she on this email? Um why would you CC your own mother? Do you think like she's going to help you out in that conversation? Yeah, I'll find my battles for myself. I don't right. need my mom to help yeah, me. Yeah, like she's going to come down to the station and be like, now, come on, this is not right. We're fixing this immediately. Um, a Charlotte woman who uh, got a couple books from the library in 2017 recently had to get fingerprinted and might go to jail Ooh. because she had a warrant out for her arrest for stealing those two books. The books were uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends and Night. Apparently, she forgot about them. She went to the library to rent some other things. And then she's told, hey, by the way, you have to return these two books to us. So she goes back. She gets them. She actually returns them to the library. But then she finds out a few days later when a background check was conducted at her work for a job promotion she's trying to get that there's a warrant out for her arrest. So she had to report. And there is a, a court case pending that she hopes gets dropped. But I, my only question after reading this story Obviously, that's way too much. I mean, I know libraries probably deal with that a lot, and there's probably a bunch of people out there that that get frustrated that people don't return things, but you can't send somebody to jail over two books from the library. Yeah, that's too much. I think if I read this right, because I was listening to a station out of Chicago this afternoon, that Chicago... Why, why, why were you listening to other stations? What are you talking about? Well, I was just... I like to get my news from Chicago and St. Louis. I'm listening okay. to... The, you know. So this is for news purposes. Otherwise, yeah. you're 100% but in the afternoons, I listen to Craig Collins' show. Of course. Nonetheless, Thank you. they were talking about Chicago library schools... Or schools, libraries. Chicago libraries mm -hmm. are not charging return book fees. And they've seen books being returned... Uh, higher, 270% higher than they were last year. Yeah, because people aren't scared of the fees anymore. They exactly. don't want to just not pay them. Uh, by the way, this court case, if she gets the maximum penalty, it would be 93 days in jail and Ooh. a $500 fine for forgetting about two books that I guess were sitting on her son's bookshelf. Now, wait a minute. Felicity Huffman did like 13 <laughs> days in prison and she that did was, a whole scandal. That was uh, negotiated down, by the way, Blake. I mean, Lori Laughlin is in a lot more trouble. That yeah. might be a lot more. Did you see, by the way, in that story real quick, dovetailing? Uh, that the kids might get roped into that? Oh, no, I didn't. So apparently, because they're fighting this, Lori Laughlin, if you don't know, is Aunt Becky from Full House, as well as a, a well-known actress on a bunch of other things. Um, and her husband is a designer who 
got very famous because of selling a lot of his designs, I guess, to Target, or maybe his whole brand is now owned by Target or something, the Massimo brand. So famous people embroiled in a, a college scandal where they paid to get their kids into school and even faked them being on a rowing team. And apparently because they chose to fight this as opposed to, you know, the people like Felicity who settled, there might be charges thrown at the kids for being accomplices in all this. Oh, boy. That's the most recent thing. They keep upping the ante for how many things that they're charging her with. There's like two or three different crimes now pending compared to the one that Felicity actually pled guilty to. And uh, how do you think that would go if the kids have to go to jail? Well, I don't know. Are the kids 18? Yeah, both kids were in college, so Uh they're like 20 and 21, 22 or whatever, and so one of them was an Instagram star Yeah, I say, if I remember right, she did like YouTube or Instagram or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. She became very, very popular in the social medias and Mm. then had to give it up when they found out that she faked being on the rowing team. It's such a weird story because you're, you're, you're a college student now. Right. You know that some affluent kids might be able to get into schools if their dads like or moms donate huge sums of money to said school yeah not that it happens here but i'm sure it's happened at large large universities sure and that's all above board as long as the donation is is obvious and intentional and it's not all these kind of behind the scenes things but maybe some of the people that are in this didn't want it to be obvious that they bought their kids way in so they tried to do it all hush hush and take positions on like sports groups and stuff and yeah, it becomes a whole big thing. I don't know why they wouldn't just do it above board. Why wouldn't you just buy a library? You're Lori yeah, Laughlin. No, I don't know. Yeah, you have millions of dollars. Yeah, you've got that full house cash coming in, man. You can afford a whole library. You can stock it with a bunch of DVDs of full house. It you, can be There can be a whole wing. You know, here's the thing. She has a lot of money, but she doesn't have uh, common sense. Boom. Boom. Blake with the, the hot take on the Craig Collins show. She doesn't. You know what we should do? We should do a segment where you tell me people who are missing common sense. (laughs) I'll tell you a story, and you just have to wait, and you'll be like, well, this person's obviously got a high IQ, but what they're missing is, you have all this money, but you have no common sense. Right. Boom. That's going to be your uh, catchphrase. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt for you. You're going to walk around with it. Get a soundboard. Put me on it. Oh, that's awesome, man. We're going to give away T-shirts at the next big rally. No common sense with your face and a big thumbs up. 2020. 2020. Are you running for an office? No. Come on, Blake. I know you're young. You can't be president, but you can figure something out. We'll get you somewhere. Yeah, I could. Because you have common sense. I do. All right. More Craig Collins show. Let's see if... VC.com. Now, back to the Craig Collins show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. Happy to be here with you guys for about another 35 minutes or so, and then we'll get on to Dave Ramsey later on tonight. Uh, What keeps us up at night? Well, apparently a whole lot of us struggle to stop binge-watching something and just go to bed. About 88% of people will binge-watch a TV show until very late at night, much later than they intended to to stay up simply because they they don't want to stop binge watching. Uh, binge TV watching, by the way, is something that about 95% of people between the ages of 18 and 45 do. So a lot of us are binging some television show at some time, but 88% of us don't know how to go to bed. Uh, and that's way higher than any other thing that keeps people up. Uh, people are kept up by reading books. Women are more likely than men to be kept up by not being able to put a good book down. Watching sports about... of us can stay up every so often. 75% of men and only 40% of women uh, because of a a game that's going late. And playing video games, apparently, 
59% of men and 42% of women have done that. They've stayed up a little bit too late, but mostly that's people under 35. Um, I get this. If you're binging something, and it doesn't even matter like if you like it. My wife and I trade who picks what show we're binge-watching, but once like you're enough episodes deep, I think you can care about almost any TV show. Uh, case in point, right now, my wife and I are binge watching. I'm I'm admitting this on the air. We're on the air, right, Blake? I shouldn't. Yeah, we're on the air. Okay, nobody's I... listening though. It's okay, just good. You and I. Okay, it's just uh, just two of us. Right now, we're binge watching Jane the Virgin, which was Jane a show. Who? Huh? What? Have you seen Jane the Virgin? No. Okay, it's a TV show. It was on the CWs. It's a funny, silly show. It's supposed to be like a Mexican telenovela, but it's all in English. It's not dirty at all you reacted like it was dirty well i didn't well i just oh, never mind maybe google it maybe you should google <laughs> well, it. i don't know if i should google that on my I, work you, computer you can definitely google that on your work computer that's what i'm saying I'm, I'm sure someone out there has heard of this you know that nike is pronounced nike some nike places and adidas and adidas is pronounced adidas but you've never heard of the tv show jane the virgin no i don't watch tv it just ended last year it was on for no, i don't watch five TV. seasons people liked it anyway it's a uh, we're in like season four already of a five season show, and I I now care about the. I didn't care for a season and a half, but we kept watching it every single night because she really likes the show. And eventually, I'm like, oh my god, did Michael die? I hope he's not dead. And no one got that. And Blake doesn't even want to be a part of this conversation. Well, no, anymore. I'm I'm binge watching a show right now too. What are you binging? Better Call Saul. Oh, that's a great show. Oh, I love it, and it's a spinoff of Breaking Bad, which you also, I assume, watched first. Breaking Bad, I watched first. It was. Okay, it wasn't like everybody's like, "Oh, it's is the best movie ever, show ever." It was okay to me. You know, I got to take Better Call Saul's better. I, I got to take a break, but I, I want to talk to you more about binge watching because it's weird. Every so often, a show like Game of Thrones takes over, and people who are watching it currently get to share in the experience. But we should create a way for binge watchers to like time something years after it happened. For instance, I, I watched The Sopranos with my wife recently after not seeing that show in its entirety, and I wish I could have shared it with more people. I wish there were a bunch of other people binging it at the same time so I could have got the experience of watching it live. Got to take a break. More Craig. And this is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. We'll see quiet weather for the rest of the day today with lots of sunshine, but we are staying cold out there this evening into tonight. Temperatures dropping through the 40s into the 30s and wake up temperatures tomorrow likely in the lower 30s. Might see a light rain or snow shower overnight tonight. Any precipitation is light and not everyone will see it. Otherwise, expect increasing cloud cover tonight, leading to a partly sunny day tomorrow. But we will be a little bit warmer tomorrow. Temperatures just a couple degrees below average still. High temperatures likely in the low to mid-50s, but certainly a lot better than what we've seen and where we're going later this week. Might see a quick rain shower or two tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. A light snow shower late tomorrow night into Thursday. And then temperatures drop out by the end of the week. We'll see highs bottoming in the 30s for Thursday and Friday. Not much relief for the weekend with high temperatures only in the 40s. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast. Thank you, Brian. Right now it is 42 in Bloomington. This half hour, the Craig Collins Show is sponsored by Exxon and Mobil. Exxon and Mobil's new Synergy Supreme Plus Premium Gasoline. Their best fuel ever keeps your engine two times cleaner for better gas mileage. It's Supreme. It's Premium. It's a Premium. Fill up today or go to Exxon.com for more details. Listening to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. This is the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. I've got another 20 minutes or so with you, and then it's on to Dave Ramsey. Um, Emma Watson is recently in the news because she did an article with, I believe it was um, British Vogue. 
I think that's, and I don't think the article is out yet, but one of the comments is out during the in- interview. Uh, Emma, who is turning 30 in April, I guess, has dealt with the the reality of not being in a relationship, not having a house, not having a bunch of things that maybe a younger person expects to have by the time they get to 30. And she said that she's doing a good job of not calling herself single. She's calling herself self-partnered. Uh, in it, she's quoted as saying, I'm happy with, I'm happy being single, but it took her a long time. And um, she's really just very happy calling herself self-partnered because it's easier when she has conversations with other people. Uh, she's quoted as saying, if you have not built a home, if you do not have a husband, if you do not have a baby and you are turning 30 and you're not in some incredibly secure, stable place in your career, which I'd kind of argue she is. She's tremendously successful, or at least, you know, she was in all the Harry Potter movies. I'm sure she's still got money from that kind of stuff. And she's an actress that you see in some really good films every so often. Uh, but she continued by saying, or if you're still sorting things out, then uh, there's just this incredible amount of anxiety that goes into that. Uh, our young Blake is 24 years old. Is I'm that right? 23. 23. Don't okay. be adding on an I, extra I year. I apologize. <laughs> Do you? And you're currently self-partnered. Is that correct? Sure. Okay. All right. You're single. You're not in any kind of relationship at the moment. Well. Uh, okay. Never. Do you not want to talk about this on the air? Well. I don't know what's happening now. Um, do you think that by 30 you need to have it all figured out? Would yeah, you... definitely. Okay. I think by at least 30 I should be, hopefully engaged to someone all right hopefully at least engaged to someone hopefully, no yeah. kids yet is your projection no, for yourself? I don't, you need to own a house well i don't want to have kids for a while because some things are expensive <laughs> they do they cost over a hundred thousand dollars each yeah if you've seen no that. thank you yeah there's a lot of and you got all them student loans to pay yeah i'd so. rather put that money in a mutual fund right, yeah. <laughs> then have children uh, yeah rather just invest it so would you like name your mutual funds well, like I could. kid, like eric and like steve or whatever i don't know what you're gonna name i need my mutual funds now Okay. Do you have mutual funds now? Yes, I do. Wow. You're a very impressive 23-year-old. How <laughs> are they you. doing? Uh, I'm doing quite well, actually. Are you? Yeah. Um, For a guy from Clinton who's throwing all his money. You don't want to move, and you, you besmirch Clinton constantly, and yet you've got mutual fund investments going well, on? Well, here's the thing. I am really, I have like OCD of investing. Okay. So I'm very into investing in money. All right. Um, so Sean, this is shocking. I'm shocked. This? No. Yes, I'm huge into like money, how money works, investing. So that do you kind have of like a money tip? Um, I do. Okay. So the the biggest thing is to have an emergency fund. That's obviously step number one. Um, <laughs> how of, old are you? Are you 45, 50 years old? How old are you? Blake? This is what Neil tells me all the time. Yeah. But the biggest thing is just to have an emergency fund because you never know what's going to happen. How, uh, Dave? How big should my emergency fund uh, be? A starter emergency fund should be one thousand dollars. That's a starter emergency yes. fund. Uh, what do you see me as? Am I a starter kind of guy, or do you well, think I should have a little bit more? I don't know, and I don't want to know on the air your no, financial I, situation. I don't want to go into it. This so, isn't Dave Ramsey's show, right? So that's and, and Dave Ramsey's baby steps. That's baby step number one. Okay. So that's what I did. Do you know all the baby steps? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm learning this. I have a, I have another story in front of me about how cyber criminals steal money through video games, and I wanted to describe what virtual money was and talk about that. But now yours is so much better than, than people stealing money at Fortnite. I, I wait. So how? So you live at home? Is that yes. okay to talk I, no, about? No, I here? do. I live at home with my okay. parents. Yeah. And that has enabled you to invest money. So do you have like a projected amount? I don't mean to be mean with this question. Right. Where you get to financially, where you'd move out of the house? Um. Yeah, I definitely want to get my master's. I'm just a couple of months away from there that. There you go. But uh, it's been. Did I it, just keep saving and saving, and then finally I 
uh, about four or five years ago, I got into mutual funds. Did the parents look at you at all and say, hey, Blake, we love that your mutual fund is doing so well, but we're just wondering, man, are you going to, you know, find that uh, apartment on your own anytime (laughs) soon? Luckily, my parents are nice nice enough that I can stay there for like as long as I want. Are they into investing as well? Yes, they are. Okay. So this is a learned behavior. It's like a family thing. Got it. So actually, as a young child, you were judged for not having good mutual funds, like five, six years old. Blake was going home, and if his mutual fund didn't do well that day, there was no dessert. But I started at the age of 15. Got it. But it's compound interest. It's blown up over time, so now I'm kind of at the pinnacle point. You know what's surprising and shocking, and it just dawned on me now? You are the kind of guy that buys a radio station at some point. You worked here for a long time. People make fun of you. They call you an intern for six years. And then one day we find out you have a massive amount of cash stocked away somewhere, and you're all of a sudden the boss of the whole place. So... Just letting you know, you're no longer the honorary intern on my show, Blake. Oh, I you love You are this. CEO and president of the Craig Collins Show. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember me when you get super famous, man, and super super rich out there. I'm, you know, a radio jock. I don't got a lot of cash, but right. just let me keep my job at least, bud. Right, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is the earlier you start, Odds are more money you're going to make. Mm-hmm. So I have stocks, mutual mm-hmm. funds. President and CEO of the Craig Collins Show checking in after this break with more money tips. <laughs> Blake from Clinton is all over the place, man. You are an interesting human being. Just about 13, uh, well, no, actually 11 more minutes. There's two clocks in here, which is the weirdest thing. Can I complain about the radio station for a second? Can I bring you behind the curtain? There is a clock I stare directly at. That says it's 647, and then it gives me some seconds. And then if I look over to the correct clock, which is not in my eye line, it's two minutes. Why would anyone do this at a radio station? These numbers are they're important. I, I need to know. It's so weird. It says two minutes less. I'm going to take a photo of this and put it on the social medias, at the Craig Collins Show on Facebook if you want to see it. Um, is this a prank? Is someone playing a joke by, by having an error clock in the studio? And then that one up there, all the clocks are different times. This is confusing. Uh, anyway, moving on, I teased the story a second ago before Moneybags Blake jumped in. Well, with a okay, bunch of Moneybags is a loose statement here. Scrooge McDuck Blake <laughs> jumped in with his money vault of tips. And are incredible. Do you swim in the cache that you have right well, now? No, I don't swim in the okay. cache that I have. Yeah. But, well, uh, you got to convert it all to like I change. Have, I have a decent amount. I know it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you do. Anyway, got, all my friends make fun of me, but you know what? About 30 years, I'm going to be sitting on a throne full of cash, and they're still going to be working. I said, you're going to buy this radio station at some point. If I happen to still be working here, just remember, I immediately promoted you from intern to president right. and CEO of my show. If I buy the station, right. well, you'll yeah, be okay. my intern. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that took a bad turn. All right, so I'm going to be unemployed in a couple of years. That's yeah. what I just found out. Mm-hmm. Um, money laundering is is weird in 2019 because apparently a whole bunch of people are doing it through Fortnite. Uh, I'm sh- I hope you know what Fortnite is. It's a video game, tremendously popular. Um, it's it's a violent shooter game to an extent, although there's no like you know graphic things. They shoot each other and you know somebody wins. But uh, it's very very popular. And apparently V Bucks, the currency that exists within the game, are being used by a lot of criminal entities to clean their money essentially they get money from illicit activities they need a way to get this money to be you know not the the bad money that they have so they clean it up by buying v bucks and then selling them at a massive discount to video game people i assume teenagers who give them real money for their currency their fake currency and then they've essentially cleaned their their whatever it is money it's it's surreal to think that these 
the but a lot of video games, a lot of the most popular video games apparently struggle with this problem that criminals will uh, flock to those services, buy whatever the currency is, and then sell it online to people that that want it. That is a 2019 problem if I've ever heard one, and there's no real good way, according to this article, for companies to prevent this outside of identifying areas where it's unlikely for large purchases to be coming from and trying to restrict the amount of purchases in those areas. But just a little note, next time you buy V-Bucks online, if you're a, a Fortnite player, you might not be getting them from the best of places. Is that is that an insane story? No, it's true, because I was playing Fortnite the other night. And then and you were connecting with the drug guys? That well, the, the cartel and I were playing. <laughs> but the thing is, is literally people just randomly message you and say, hey, I have... Let's say, for example, 100 V-Bucks for a buck. Well, 100 V-Bucks in the game would be like $5, so okay. it's $4 off, but you need some money to buy have you ever package. Have you ever made a purchase? No. Okay. But I don't people, trust the cartels. That's Well, that's a good, that's a good call, Blake. <laughs> you keep your money to yourself and you don't trust the cartels. I'm not mutual funds. <laughs> right. There you go. So that happens often, though? You get messages all the time? Uh, you? I've had two messages, and I've played it for about two years now. Wow. So not very often, but okay. it does happen. Yeah, that's such a weird... I don't know where the cri- the criminals thought of that. They're like, man, we got to figure out how to get this money a lot cleaner. You know what we could do? Let's all play Fortnite. Do you think one guy was just really into the game, and then it dawns on everyone to sell it that way? Maybe. Or do they target it? Do they go, you know, these are the best possible ways for us to, to clean up our cash? Well, it's a free game. It is. So when people are playing it, if you want to collect all the prizes that you achieve throughout the game, you have to literally spend money. Well, and you also can, yeah. like, buy custom things. I mean, we can go into a deep dive so on I how the game works. what people are doing is like, hey, let's rip off the game and make <laughs> money at the same time. Well, yeah. Uh, or more importantly, we know an area where people are willing to buy things. We can sell them for a lot cheaper because our money is, is illegal bad money, and we can make it all – it's – it's a crazy story, though. I couldn't believe that it's a thing. Apparently, it's existed for, you know, several years. As long as they've been selling things on video games, criminals have been finding a way to, to make money off of that. So. How about you all get some jobs? Come on! Yeah, they, You know what they don't have, Blake? <laughs> what? Common sense. Or mutual funds. Or mutual funds. <laughs> <laughs> That's the back of your T-shirt. So the front is, a, is your face and a thumbs up, and it says they don't have common sense, and on the back it says or mutual funds. I love it. Let's that get is, them made. We have to make those. They're branded by the Craig Collins Show, though, by the way. My logo's okay. all over the place. <laughs> way it to sponsor yourself. Hey, man, I've got to find branding any way I can. If these shirts take off, I want to be all over them, too. But okay. your smiling face with a thumbs up. Man, I can't wait to give these out at an event. We need someone. Is anyone out there willing to make us some T-shirts? Put Blake's face on a shirt. Screen print or somebody yeah. on here that has to make. I'm it. starting the new social media trend. Hashtag put Blake's face in a shirt, oh and boy. we'll figure everything else out Ooh. from there. I got to take another break. More Craig Collins show next. You are an interesting human being, man. All right, it's Brian Walder. Tomorrow, partly sunny and mild. A few p.m. showers are possible. A high of 55. Thursday, colder with a few light snow showers possible. Mainly during the morning, a high of 35 as well. Thursday night, cold overnight, low of 19. Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 33. And on Friday night, a low of 24. It will be cold overnight. Right now in Bloomington, it is 42 degrees and already dark, which is the sad part about daylight saving time ending is that it's dark really, really early. Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC. 
Just about two minutes left in my show until Dave Ramsey comes in here with a bunch of tips that Blake already knows. Blake doesn't need any of Dave Ramsey's tips and maybe needs to co-host the show next time. If I think we have... Dave Ramsey needs Blake. He does. Yeah, honestly, man. I mean, I don't want to lose you now. We got a, we got a bunch of stuff going on. You got a T-shirt coming out with my branding all over it. <laughs> this is just the kind of stuff the Craig Collins show needs to take off here in Bloomington. Um, before I get out of here, I want to warn a lot of people that you should stay away from water on planes. And I don't mean the water in any kind of bottles they serve you. If they offer you a bottle of water, that's fine. But apparently a study done said that of the 11 major airlines, only three had water that was safe to drink, Alaska, Allegiant, and Hawaiian. And the way in which you'd interact with water outside of washing your hands in the bathroom is if you ask for coffee or tea. So if you're the kind of person on a flight that would like a little bit of coffee or a little bit of tea, you should know that if you're not on an Alaskan, an Allegiant, or a Hawaiian flight, that it's not really safe to drink water, and the two worst water airlines apparently are JetBlue and, uh, not all that surprising, Spirit, which is a, you know, economy airline. That's a nice way to say it, right? Spirit is the airline of choice. Yeah, that's fine. The airline of I'm a choice. big cookie on the flight guy. You are a cookie? You yeah, go when to... they hand out the cookies, oh, sign me up. Just cookies, though? Is that yeah. the only thing? Okay, all right. I don't you, do the water. You don't get a drink? No nope. soda? Well, I might get a little vodka. <laughs> Okay. Let the All flight right. go by fast. Wait a minute, though. As a guy that cares about money, it's a, extremely expensive to well, buy a vodka on the plane. That's why you have your parents buy the ticket. Come They're, on now. Okay. Uh, in true millennial fashion. <laughs> uh, I just have a few seconds left, so I can't talk too much about this, but a company in Russia is selling robot clones of real people for $50,000. I will talk about that tomorrow and how creepy 